Well, hello, my awesome friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope everyone's having a terrific day today, as always, and continuing to stay healthy, wealthy, and strong. And be sure to check out the product of the week. It won today, the Magnesium Brain Food, probably one of the favorite products we have and a lot of other customers favorite products as well but y'all voted it won magnesium brain food will be up on the website for sale for the next week as product of the week to so be sure to check that out and also to check out the back to school kids pack with the children's dha uh, strawberry cod along with ultimate multiple chewables really really good product along with the nac and acetylcysteine is also on sale right now for 25 percent off very good at protecting, detoxing the lungs, helping out with the immune system as an antioxidant. So lots of stuff going on, on the website. Be sure to check it out. If you need anything, give us a call, 1-800-726-1834. Dad is traveling right now. He may be back on the show later on, so I'll be running solo for majority of the show, if not the whole show. But be ready because i got a whole lot of stuff we're going to go over today. I've been working all morning, got up early was working on stuff last night. A lot of stuff happening. First thing, as everybody pretty much saw, we've been waiting to see if they were actually going to go through with it, and they did. They ramrodded through it as fast as they could, got the bill together. In a matter of days, it seemed like, with this inflation reduction bill, and, of course, the bumbling buffoon signed his name on it, which, in my opinion, doesn't make it valid just because a senile man put his name on it, but they claim that he's still currently the president, I guess. And... Uh, <laughs> This thing, the more I keep reading it and looking at it, it's insanity as far as what it actually goes into. I mean, you've got one of the former IRS lawyers, William Hink, told Business News last night. He said basically that the biggest corporations and billionaires are sitting back laughing right now. This, the Biden's Inflation Reduction Act includes $80 billion for new IRS audits on American taxpayers. Even the Congressional Budget Office, the CBO, estimates at least $20 billion will be taken from working and middle-class Americans earning less than 400 years, resulting in increasing IRS audits. And this William Hick, former IRS lawyer, he said the idea that they're going to open things up and go after these big billionaires and large corporations is, quite frankly, bull. Blank. He said it's not going to happen. They're going to give themselves bonuses and promotions and really nice conferences. The big corporations and billionaires are sitting back right now laughing. There will be considerable incentives to basically shake down taxpayers, and the advantage of IRS has they have unlimited resources and no accountability, whereas a taxpayer has to weigh the cost of accountants, tax lawyers, and fighting something in tax court. And he's right about this. This is one of those things that needs – to be uh, repealed and immediately. This is insanity to me that this is going on. We've been making jokes about it and calling it out because there's not much else you can do about it right now. When these guys sign it, that's why I've continued to tell people, make sure you know what you're doing as far as with taxes and make sure you have a good accountant uh, because there's a high probability these guys are going to start going after everybody on a regular basis now just because they can and they have nothing else to do. This is going to be what they're paid to do. And what's interesting about it, though, this inflation bill. I was reading some more stuff on it, and it's crazy because you know they have these subsidies that are going to help out with rebates on solar panels and electric cars. Really, all it's going to do is subsidize giant corporations and give more money back to them to promote their green energy, which is what they've been wanting to do, right? 
They're not going to go in and actually help the American populace. There is no inflation reduction. It's simply another massive, massive spending spree that's going to go to all the big corps that most of them are owned by BlackRock and so State Street and so forth to uh, get huge subsidies. And there's going to be a, you know, a couple thousand dollar rebate if you buy an electric car. Is that supposed to actually reduce inflation in the economy? It's not going to do anything. It's going to complete and totally hamper the economy because you're going to start seeing more and more push to these EV vehicles when the infrastructure isn't even there. You know, in Germany, they're telling people right now in the winter that you don't even can't even plug in a space heater on your floor because you're, you're going to blow the power grid out. Basically, everything's going to collapse. You got to freeze at night just because you know it's for your safety. But yet they're telling everybody you need to go buy electric vehicles right now because, you know, burning gasoline's bad for the environment. They've already shown, and there's been zero research, they've already shown this repeatedly, that there's zero evidence that cutting back on internal combustion engines is going to somehow massively lower greenhouse gases in the world, considering the fact that you're going to have majority of the coal power plants have to spool up significantly to try to go in and basically – produce more electricity to handle all this massive power grid over the weekend i was working i wasn't working i was hanging out with a bunch of friends and family birthday party and i talked to a guy that was friends with the guy that i was you know that went there to go hang out with and he used to work basically uh working with the coast guard and they would go in and oversee stuff that was going on with the nuclear power plants when he was in the coast guard and he said, you know, if they had something or a spillage, they had to regulate all this stuff. They'd get like a fine from the Coast Guard and so forth. And I was asking about nuclear power. And he said, well, you know, nuclear power, he said, it's fairly you know, cheap once it gets rolling. He said, but the infrastructure to get it rolling is very expensive. And he said what a lot of people don't realize is the amount of upkeep cost with the nuclear scientists that are on payroll all the time. He said you have to have upwards of like 15 to 20 of these guys constantly monitoring these nuclear power plants on a 24-7, 365 basis. And all these guys are making anywhere between two hundred fifty to $400,000 a year minimum. And he said so the personnel expenditure and the upkeep, he said, is what causes it to be so expensive. And he said so them talking about going in and starting to – pop up all these nuclear power plants, not to mention the safety requirements and the safety concerns about this to try to handle this electric infrastructure upkeep, he said is quite frankly ludicrous. And he said, you're turning around and saying, okay, we're going to do this and we're going to do this. And he goes, it doesn't make any sense. He said, because the amount of money that's going to be spent and the amount of infrastructure and the amount of possible contamination, the only way, he said, to reduce this greenhouse, they're saying, and provide electric vehicles the power they need is nuclear power plants everywhere. And he said, so I don't know if everybody realizes that they want to have a nuclear power plant in their backyard, have that floating around, you know, with glowing fish at night. I'm being sarcastic, but it's like, okay, where are we going to go with this? I told you guys yesterday, Dodge. They came in. They said, "Dude, we're dumping the we're dumping the big motor, the Hellcat motor, the big supercharged V8, and all the big big block motors. Meet discontinue next year. We're going to EV, and it's almost as if." And I was talking to a buddy of mine about it yesterday in the vehicle industry, and we were discussing. I said, "It's almost if these corps already know, these corporations already know, and they've been told 
this is what's going to happen. This is how you're going to do it. You don't have a choice. I said, because there is no mandate or law or anything put into place that's telling these businesses and these co- these co- corporations and manufacturers they have to produce these EV vehicles, but they're all doing it in unison all together. If anybody's noticed that, it's like right out of the gate in the last two years now, you've seen Ford, GM, Dodge, they're all in lockstep doing exactly the same thing. Well, I guess that's what happens when you get bought out by the bankers, isn't it? <laughs> that's what happens when you're all owned by the exact same company, Vanguard, who happens to own all the top shareholders in just about every major corporation. When you start seeing that, and you know BlackRock, $10 trillion in assets, they start pulling strings and get on the boards. They just start saying exactly what they're going to do. Even though there is no demand for it, there is no request for it, the general populace isn't clamoring for EV vehicles in the market at all. We're clamoring for you know clean energy. That's okay. We can also have clean vehicles because, quite frankly, the EPA has made it their prerogative over the last 10 years to come in and do everything they can to restrict these vehicles with massive filters and catalytic converters and DPF filters. The the majority of vehicles on the road in the United States that are newly manufactured have minimal emissions at all, yet they don't want to bring that up. And that's what I talked about before. I said if if we did all this with the EPA and we spent these billions and billions and billions of dollars in mandates and forcing these companies to do all these emission restrictions on ICE vehicles, why in the world are we now saying that ICE vehicles, we can't do use them anymore, they have to use electric vehicles? Well, because they want to be able to shut everything down. They want to be able to control every vehicle at any point in time and control your ability to charge the vehicle at any point in time and tell you, oh, by the way, you made a comment on Facebook. Until you take it down, your charging station is now going to be restricted or you're only going to be able to charge 10% of your vehicle to get to the store to buy food. You know, you, you can do, we'll, we'll let you go to the store and buy food, but you're not going to be able to travel anywhere else. You know, you're going to be restricted. We're going to throttle down your electricity, which we've seen them do that. We saw it last year when Texas had that massive freeze beginning of this year and they went in and did massive massive expenditures trying to pull electricity in from other states well that shows you right there how easily they can control it so interesting to see this got passed not surprised hopefully we can do something to mitigate this because if not this is going to turn into a giant debacle also too in other news i saw this was something very interesting now the merrick garland the complete and total communist attorney general we currently have right now that needs to be pretty much impeached it's now they're now showing that he spent weeks discussing whether or not they wanted to approve this insane raid on mar-a-lago now what's interesting about this is the establishment media kept telling us that trump had classified documents relating to nuclear weapons which i don't believe that for one single second secondly if that was the case and this was national security measures why wasn't this approved immediately? Why did it take Eric Garland three weeks to do this? Well, because Merrick Garland knew that this was not about nuclear weapons. The next question was the same thing I brought up yesterday. The passports were not item, independently itemized on the FBI's property receipt of the 28 inventory items federal agents seized. The warrants signed by Reinhardt and approved by Garland did not state they could take Trump's passports. Typically, the government needs a separate court order to seize someone's passports. And they said – there, then there was this, oh, well, it was because, you know, we wanted to make sure that he wasn't a flight risk. Really? Really? You're, you're going in to seize a couple papers out of his house. You're afraid he's going to jet out of the country like Donald Trump's just going to blend in somewhere. Nobody's going to notice him showing up. It was a complete and total sham. And then we came out and we heard from Jay Bratt, the top counterintelligence official, that they confirmed Trump's passports were seized and they were going to be returned to him by 2 p.m. today. That was yesterday. 
So the whole thing to me is turning, in my opinion, is turning out to be total theater. They did this to cover up something. They did this to either try to increase the fodder on the national television with the propaganda. Because remember, Obama's side retracted that law in 2013 that essentially the American populace could have propaganda directed towards them now. That, that was all stopped. Like, I think it was in the 50s when that was the first time. It was the CIA was so directly involved in coming in and literally putting pure propaganda. They knew what they were doing. They've tied it in. That's why, if you've noticed, since 2013 till now, it's only been almost 10 years, not even 10 years yet. The level of media complicity in the narrative has been so outrageous as far as the stuff they produce now and the stuff they constantly put on television that's just complete and utter lies. You notice how constantly you hear about these individuals on media platforms, and they post something completely false. I mean, complete fake news. They don't even have to do much of a retraction. They don't even apologize about it. They just let it sit out there. They say, "Oh, oh we've we've edited it to uh, make sure it's reflected more more of what the uh, make sure it's accurate." It's complete and total lie. Still, they know exactly what they pump out there. It was like before when I told you an ABC News had that video they played said that basically the Turkish rebels were in Syria and there was this massive invasion. Oh, Syria's invading. Oh, and they show these videos. Of, you know, you see like minigun tracer rounds and explosions and all stuff going off. And then come to find out, none of it even was going on. There was no massive invasion. It was a video that they took from the 2017 Knob Creek machine gun shootout, annual shootout every year, where you have all kinds of dealers bring out post-sample machine guns and SOT2s bring out their machine guns and mini guns, and they have this giant gun shoot the whole weekend. It was complete and total fabricated. It none of it even existed. Yet they issued this retraction. Oh, by the way, uh, the video we showed you guys was a, uh, was a video off YouTube of a machine gun shootout. But nothing to see here. We apologize about that. On to our record, our uh, more normal news tonight. You need to be scared of what else is going on. It was complete and total lie. Same for the example here. The senior White House climate advisor now has been sanctioned by the National Academy of Sciences for violating ethics. Axios reports that Jane Lepkino, the deputy director for climate and environment, at the White House Office of Science and Technology Technology Policy has been pulled pulled up by the NAS, National Academy of Sciences, for editing multiple papers, later on found to have technical errors, basically manipulating data, as well as having work with the scientists involved in it, one which turned out to be her brother-in-law. She's found to have violated the NAS Code of Conduct Section 3, which states NAS members should avoid detrimental research practices that are clear violations of fundamental tenets of research. They sanctioned her, uh, but she's still in her role right at top of the White House and been tweeting and retweeting material related to her green energy transition still currently. No discussions, no apologies about what she's been doing. Well, again, it's more lies and propaganda. Same thing now, and i got to give credit to the guys over in the Netherlands. They're actually standing up pretty strong still, even though they're getting pushed back really hard. They're saying that over 100 Dutch farmers were arrested by police in relation to demonstrations resisting the EU Green Agenda plans that will see Dutch farmers losing their livelihoods. The EU Green Agenda measures, which will see up to 30% of the livestock farms in the country forced to close. The country has been actively resisting the changes, blocking motorways, food distribution centers, and hoping to bring in the authorities to heal. And we'll see how this works. And, you know, as you, you kind of watch a lot of this stuff start to happen, 
you start to realize that there's some very, very strange things that are going on, and they're happening very, very quickly. And they all started right with the thing with with COVID. COVID was the precipitating incident, and I, I told everybody this, and it was troubling to see so much compliance, but you still see it. There's a video that somebody sent me the other day, and I, I sent it to mom. I think she posted it on Instagram. It was a compilation of what somebody did of all this crazy footage from – you know, the first year, six months to a year during COVID of all the crazy stuff people were wearing and the giant mask and bags on their head and just just ludicrous stuff. And, you know, I, I told my friend, I said, dude, this is one of those things where you realize that it COVID really ex- showed how many insane, moronic, compliant sheeple are curling society. Because normally you wouldn't see that type of behavior, but you saw what happened, how many people are completely and totally brain-controlled by the media. They cannot think for themselves. They will do anything the media tells them to do. They will be scared. They will be happy. They will be sad. They will be mad. Anything. The media says it. They do it. And the media has become the number one enemy of the people, in my opinion. They're almost worse than the actual government because if so many people realized what was being told to them and how much lies and propaganda was being told to them, they would not comply or listen to a lot of the unjust and illegal edicts that the government tries to place. So I continue to tell people with the mask mandates, I said, dude, the CDC has no authority to come in and tell you you have to wear a muzzle on your face. Oh, yes, it's a CDC mandate. But okay, explain to me how when that got ratified by Congress. Well, what do you, what do you mean? It's a CDC mandate. You have to put a mask on. I'm like, dude not going to put a mask on. And what's so funny is the mask was such a minor inconvenience, so to speak, for the most part. I mean, it really was. It really, if you had to put on a mask to walk in a store and take it back off, it was juvenile and ludicrous, but it was really minor in the scope of things. But I told people, I said, if you can't even resist wearing a dog muzzle when you walk into a store because somebody tells you you have to do it because of a mandate – Are you really going to stand up and push back when somebody tells you you have to have an RNA injection shot into your body because, well, it's a mandate? And I had so many people and a lot of friends, lost a lot of people I knew, didn't want to talk to me anymore because I called out a lot of that questioning. And the problem with it was a lot of people, once they – once you question the narrative and once they actually have to question their own behavior, a lot of people have a very difficult time doing the cognitive analysis of why they do things, what they're doing it, who they're doing it for. And a lot of people don't want to think about it because once people start to realize why were they doing it and they were being manipulated, a lot of people didn't want to address it. They just want to stick their head in the sand. The thing about it is when you're dealing with somebody that is very awake, they are very knowledgeable and they start seeing stuff and they realize what's true, you can't unsee it. Because now you've got this conflict in your psyche because you know it's true, you know what's happening, and you can't sit there and ignore it anymore. And that's why we saw this massive rift, this great divide in the populace over the last two years where you had the basically the, the insane brainwashed individuals that followed only what the TV told them. And then you had the complete opposite, that the people that were awake and knew what was happening said, dude – Take your vitamin C and your D3 and your zinc and your quercetin. If you have to and you absolutely need it, take ivermectin. If you get the virus, get past it, recover, do your thing, and move on with your life and live your life and enjoy your life. There was a massive rift because those two groups could not commingle. They couldn't function with one another, and that's why we saw so much conflict 
and so many people getting in fights and arguments and businesses calling up you know, law enforcement to throw people out because they wouldn't wear a mask and businesses that were literally willing to basically shut down their own company, ruin their own company and go bankrupt simply because they continue to follow mandates that were completely illegal and unjust. And, you know, it's frustrating to me now because I see that the, the CDC came out with that last week. How they are now saying that, oh, by the way, there's no difference between unvaxxed and vaccinated because the vast majority of people that didn't get the shot have natural immunity to it because they've been exposed to it. And, uh, yeah, it's basically the same thing, even though that basically that is a lie. You already know that the individuals who continue to get the shot keep getting sick. That's why it's like every time you turn around, somebody that's quadruple boosted catches COVID again and catches COVID again and catches COVID again. It's like, okay, come on now. Catch it one time, one and done, get past it. If there's something else that pops up, deal with it. But that's the whole point. They want people to think it's the same, and it's not. Unvaccinated is much, much stronger immune system, but that's besides the point. The CDC now is admitting that they can't keep the fake narrative going anymore, so they're finally just coming out and saying, okay, everybody's on the same page now. There's no difference anymore. Well, again, what about the families that got kicked out of you know New York City diner by law enforcement? Because they didn't have a COVID passport. What about a lot of these places that are still wanting people to show their COVID passport when they walk into businesses like up in Seattle from what I've heard of? What about that? We're just going to ignore that? What about the fact that there's an article now that's discussing the Pfizer documents that came out, more Pfizer documents came out the end of July. And if you guys recall, reiterate this in january court ruling u.s district mark Pittman of the northern district of texas ordered the fda to release around 12,000 documents immediately of the fda rna gene therapy research and then 55,000 pages a month until all documents were released totaling over 300,000 pages the trial documents released in april revealed that pfizer had hired an additional 1,800 full-time employees in the first half of 2021 to deal with the large increase of adverse reactions to its covid vaccine now a batch of documents released in late July show that 40 – this is, is going to make you mad. I apologize in advance on this because I got mad when I saw this article yesterday. The documents, another batch of the documents from Pfizer are now showing that 44% of the women in the trial who were pregnant suffered miscarriages. 44%. The FDA received the report that out of 50 pregnant women – 22 of them lost their babies, and they did not say anything. The FDA was aware of the horrifying rate of fetal death by the start of April 2021 and was silent. Normal clinical trials when they've tested stuff in pregnant women are involved, which is a rarity in general because most of it has to go through multiple clinical trials, by the way, before it ever even is considered to be tested on pregnant women. This, they rolled pregnant women right into it. Only about 10 to 15 percent max will be allowed in the group as far as for uh, miscarriages. That That's the only allowance in the group. Anything starts going past that, they shut the trial down, say it's entirely too dangerous for these unborn children. This is it. This had 44% miscarriage rate in the group. Pfizer took the death of the babies, those spontaneous abortions and miscarriages, and recategorized them as recovered slash resolved adverse effects. I kid you not. In other words, if you lost your baby, it was categorized by Pfizer as a resolved adverse event, like a headache that got better. 
the adverse event cutoff report shows the miscarriages up to March 13, 2021. The FDA received the report on April 1, 2021, meaning the FDA got all of the data on this. Therefore, the FDA had this data nearly a year and a half ago, and instead of raising alarm, they went right along the CDC and recommended experimental shots for expectant mothers anyways. This is when I saw Walensky when she was on television. Somebody sent me the link to it, and she's basically demanding that pregnant women go out immediately and get this shot. And I didn't even know this research wasn't even out yet. This was back last year. And I looked at it, and I said, dude, you piece of garbage. You're filth. Walensky, that's the head of the CDC, is complete and total filth. Anybody that can sit there and with a conscience, which I don't believe any of these people have a conscience that are involved in this now. The more I read about this, the more these people knew, and they actually approved this and said it was okay for human usage. It was okay for pregnant women. 22 out of 50 pregnant women had spontaneous miscarriages or spontaneous abortions. In a short trial, by the way, the trial didn't even last three months with these girls in it. And you're supposed to tell me that that's totally safe for pregnant women to get almost half, almost half, three short of having half the women have spontaneous miscarriages during this trial in a three-month period? And you're telling me that that was a safe trial? Totally roll it out for pregnant women. They need to get mandated too. Remember, they did that. Remember, they tried to mandate it. Some of the hospitals, there were women that went, I'm not getting this. This, no, you have to get it. You're a hospital worker. You're pregnant. You have to get the shot. And this is why I've massively, massively encouraged people. If you got flack from that, if you got terminated or you were forced or if you basically were told you had to get the shot or you were going to have a job anymore, I would 100% encourage you to get with other people in that same group or that job description and file lawsuits just like they did up in Illinois with that with that um, hospital up there. They just lost that $10.3 million class action lawsuit. This is out of control, and not just because you want to be, get money. I mean you, you need compensation if you were injured. First off, they tried to force you to do something. That's 100%. But secondly, people need to be held accountable for this. This was not okay. This can't go down in history as a, a whoopsie, whoops, we told you guys you had to get the shot or you wouldn't be able to make a living. Uh, and we're sorry now you had a spontaneous miscarriage and you're unbelievably sick and having all these health problems now. Whoopsie on us. Well, we'll try to do better next time. What? No. This is a absolutely cannot go unpunished and can never happen again. But yet so many people constantly just go back and go, well, it's, 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 let's just get past this. I'm not getting past it. I'm not letting it go, and none of you should either. Everybody needs to be blasting this information out here. The very fact that the FBA, FDA saw 44% of the pregnant women had spontaneous miscarriages in the short clinical trial with Pfizer, and they gave it approval and recommended pregnant women get it anyways, shows you the complicity in the FDA, which we already know they're bought and paid for. But this isn't just complicity and fraud. Guys, this is downright criminal. This is completely and totally criminal from a human rights standpoint. To knowingly know, to know, to have full knowledge that a shot is going to cause spontaneous abortions and miscarriages and almost half the people that get the shot. And you still approve the shot for those people and then you recommend it and you try to mandate the shot for those people. And then you take it a step further and you do what the bumbling buffoon did with his administration and you start telling everybody that they have to get the shot or OSHA is going to come in and is going to fine you. This is full criminal. 
And the attorneys that are involved in this, I've talked to a few of them that are getting stuff spooled up. I've encouraged a lot of them. Go full tilt on this. No quarter, no mercy. Everything has to be made an example out of this because other than that, these guys aren't going to stop. They're going to keep pushing this narrative. They're going to keep pushing it. For example, right now, even though this documentation okay, that I just showed you has been released from Pfizer the end of July showing these abortions or not these more spontaneous miscarriages in these women during the trials even though we know now the cdc has stated there's no difference between unvaccinated and vaccinated even though that's a total lie unvaccinated is much better but they're even stating this now guys we're still seeing the shots being injected to six-month-old to four-year-olds right now as we speak just last week, another 142 cases of the COVID-19 injuries to babies and toddlers between the age of six and four years old was added to the VAERS system, the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System, bringing the total number of cases filed for this age group to 829 since the shot was authorized the end of June, which was like June 28, 29th. Guys, that was only like seven weeks ago that it was authorized. There's already 829 severe adverse events reported in the system. And I've told you guys before repeatedly, you can look at the numbers. They don't admit it. They say only about 1% to 2% of vaccine events get reported in the VAERS system because it takes you like three to four hours to do it. It's not easy. You can't just go in and click a box and submit it. It takes a bunch of time and a bunch of work. And the thing is most of the time the parents that are admitting to this are now starting to wake up. The majority of parents that are taking their shot, their kids that get these shots, aren't awake. So if their kids have a serious adverse event, they just believe the BS that the pediatrician tells them. Oh, it's it's totally normal. He's got a 104 temperature the night after the shot. He's throwing up and having seizures and convulsions. It's totally healthy. It's for his safety. Remember that. It's, it's for his safety. It's to protect him against COVID because you know it's a 99.99997% survival rate in this age group. Virtually unheard of any child dying directly from COVID in this age group over a two-year period. The CDC reported like 200 children. Majority of those in the research that I did, majority of almost all of them had serious comorbidities when they got it. And they died with COVID, not from COVID. So if the CDC is saying that this is essentially a non-issue with these children, the CDC is saying there's no difference between vaccinated and unvaccinated – the FDA is saying and showing the documentation this stuff is not safe whatsoever in pregnant women or regular adults, that the adverse events were through the roof in clinical studies. Why in the world is nobody screaming and yelling from the rooftops to halt these shots into these young children when VAERS already reported 829 serious adverse events just in the last six to seven weeks? Brain and head injuries, hallucinations, anaphylactic shock, seizures, skin rashes, gastrointestinal injuries, hemorrhaging, and other serious conditions are listed as side effects from these toxic shots being injected in these babies. Remember, the Pfizer shot, they're getting like, I think, what, three milligrams in three different doses? It's very, very it's tiny, minute as far as what's in the shot. It's so toxic. But yet... One of the most tragic things we're reading in these write-ups of vaccines injuries is the parents and medical professionals are simply telling their parent, the kids or the parents, just give your kids Tylenol, give them cetafetamin, which is unbelievably toxic for the liver. And it suppresses fever, yes, but it doesn't fix the root problem of what's really going on. And cetafetamin is only be used in a rare, rare emergency. If you're dealing with a child that's getting massive, massive temperature spikes, you, you need to do it to, like, get them to the hospital or something and calm their, you know, temperature down. 
That's one thing. But just using it repeatedly because they're having serious adverse events from a shot, that's not okay. I, re- I read through some of these VAERS IDs. I read through a bunch of them last night, and some of them were some of them were so disturbing. One of them, VAERS ID 2397646, two-year-old female girl in uh, Pennsylvania, suspected f- uh, febrile seizure, uh, fever, vomiting, spasm, uh, spasms of muscles, severe shaking and chills, transported to hospital by ambulance at approximately 1 a.m., dis- discharged at 5.30 a.m. after monitoring. That was the night of the injection. Another one here, two-year-old boy in Arizona, life-threatening episode 12 hours after injection required emergency transport, clammy skin, vomiting, difficulty breathing, turned blue, limp, no response, fully stopped breathing for two minutes after several chest compressions, started breathing again, rolled over and threw up, continued to monitor. Fair's ID report 2399256, six-month-old boy in Virginia, noted he got the shot, and this one they – they injected him with five other shots. Remember exactly what I told you guys the other day? They're six months old. They're not going to just inject him with COVID. They're going to inject him with a COVID RNA shot and all the other shots. They said 7-29-2022 in the morning he had his vaccination. It was a six-month check-in. He received his other multiple vaccinations that day as well. We noticed severe spotting in his bowel movement of blood at by one at four that evening. Another bowel movement basically with more blood. Third bowel movement, more blood. We looked up the other vaccines, and their symptoms did state that it may be a different vaccine side effect. The doctor stated they believe it would be a symptom from lactose intolerant. Continuing to monitor repeatedly. Okay, so basically he's having massive blood in his stool and having diarrhea with blood in it. And, uh, yeah, that's, he's, got, he's got lactose intolerant, guys. It's totally normal the day I give him six injections. And the list goes on and on and on. You, you go through these various reports. Some of them are very disturbing on some of the stuff that happens to these kids. And it just it, it breaks your stomach. You look at it and you go, for what? For what, guys? And nobody's talking about any of this. Nobody's talking about the Pfizer documents that keep getting reported every month. Nobody's talking about the fact how we've pretty much completely and totally abandoned this shot. Hundreds of millions of them in most cases have been disposed of and thrown away because nobody wants them. But yet you're still seeing parents take their little children to get these shots because they're being told to do so because it's the new current thing to do. You know, I told you guys before the stupid meme that came out when the Ukraine was going on. I support the current thing. And it's true. It's true in the mainstream media. Whatever the current thing is that they're told to support, they will support it blindly. If they told everybody the current thing to do is get on the ground and lick the floor with your tongue because it prevents COVID, you would actually see people doing it. People go, no, Austin, you're, you're, you're wrong. People aren't that stupid. No, there are some people out there that are that brainwashed. There are people, guys, that are still walking around with masks. I still see it even down here in Florida. There's people walking around with masks. We were at the resort over the weekend with the kids, and there was a family, one of them, the mom and dad, were in the pool with masks on. And they weren't submerging their heads under the water, but they were walking around and waiting, and they had masks on. And I'm sitting there going, what is wrong with you? (laughs) What is is wrong with you? But again, when you get that brainwashed, it's hard to understand, I guess, how other people think when they're mind-controlled. They're in a trance. It's like they're under a spell. And that's exactly what they're continuing to do to everybody. Right at the same time, we're telling everybody – you know, Trump's not above the law. Nobody's above the law. Everything needs to be done. While we saw Hunter Biden 
Hillary Clinton, all these guys directly involved, and I mean just massive fraud. Isn't it funny? I talked to I talked to Dad about this the other a couple weeks ago. Isn't it funny how we saw all this stuff coming up about Hunter Biden, massive dealings with Joe Biden, with all of Hunter's business associates, all the absolute. Weird stuff that was happening, massive conflict of interest, Joe lying and saying he had never met any of them, then finding out he's met with like 20 or 12 of Hunter Biden's business associates with all their shady business dealings. Then suddenly, suddenly, all of a sudden, Mar-a-Lago gets raided, and now everything in the media is about Trump, 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 Trump again, presidential election. Low Liz Cheney loses on Wyoming. Oh, Trump, 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 Trump. That's all you hear about now. Well, what about Hunter Biden? What about Joe Biden? What about the massive corruption in Ukraine? What about the money laundering scheme in Ukraine? We don't talk about that. We don't talk about that at all. What about the 200,000 migrants that arrived at the southern border just in July? In all the 12 months, 12 months of fiscal 2021, officials counted 1.73 million migrants at the border and allowed 671,000 into the U.S. via various border law loopholes. Just in the first 10 months of fiscal 2022, border officials have counted 1.94 migrants at the border, 1.94 million migrants at the border, and have allowed zero or excuse me, 1.01 million migrants to seek homes and jobs throughout the United States. Guys, we're getting overrun from within. They're allowing more and more people to come in and more and more people to come in. And what's interesting now is as you're seeing the job pool in the United States dwindle, and I personally think it's from a lot of it, a lot of it's just from the majority of people dying, getting sick, on drugs, not wanting to work just because they're flat out lazy, and the continual aspect of what you're seeing over and over and over again, um, you gotta you gotta realize what they're doing. They're constantly, constantly, constantly lying to everybody. I told you guys yesterday about all the articles. I told you guys the headlines: napping, napping, regularly linked to high blood pressure and stroke study finds. Another one, falling asleep with the TV on brings early death from heart attacks. Now, it's not healthy to sleep with the TV on anyways. I've already told you guys that. And it goes on to say other ones. 300,000 Brits are unaware they may have potentially deadly heart conditions. All these articles now are designed to do one thing, contain the, con, control, control and contain the brain process and the group thing. Make people believe one thing when they're seeing something completely different. This is what Joseph Goebel was brilliant at. Even though he's a sick, sick individual, he figured this out from a human psyche standpoint, from a psychological narrative. You can control people. You can literally show them a picture, and it'll be a photo of a purple rainbow, just off the cuff. And you ask him, what is that? It's a purple rainbow. Get shocked. That's not a purple rainbow. That's a green frog. Uh, okay, what is this again? Dude, it's a purple rainbow. Get shocked again. Dude, stop shocking me. It's a purple rainbow. It's not. It's a green frog. What is it again? Dude, it's a purple rainbow. Shock him again. Dude, I'm not going to argue with you about this. It's a purple rainbow. Shocked again. No, it's a green frog. Finally, you do that enough times, that person will actually change in their brain, and they will start to believe that is a purple frog, and they will start to see a purple frog just to prevent the pain from continuing to occur. 
That's what they continue to do with the change in the psyche like that. You keep telling somebody over and over and over and over and over again, they will eventually believe it. If you make the lie big enough and you say the lie long enough, people will believe it. And that is why it is so important, my friends, to keep getting the truth out there. We can't do this on our own, and I know a lot of our friends are working on this, a lot of our Health Masters family, and I see so many other guys out there. We have to continue to keep pushing the truth. We cannot, under any circumstances, at any time, capitulate and start calling that purple rainbow a green frog. If you do, that is the end of society as we know it. We've watched this happen before in numerous other countries and empires that have fallen. Once society finally gives up, and they do not want to have any conflict, and they do not want to have any issues, and they finally start to call it a green frog, it's over with. Because at that point in time, there is no reality anymore, and there is no truth. Anything they tell you, that is what you have to believe. You cannot question anything, no matter how bizarre, no matter how inaccurate, no matter how perverted it is. You have to say exactly what they tell you to say. That's what's happened. This is why you're seeing, again, this repeated push for the last couple of years now to start calling grown men in dresses women to say, oh, this grown man wants to come in and go to the bathroom with my daughter. That's totally fine. No, it's not totally fine. It will never be totally fine. Oh, this five-year-old knows he wants to start transitioning to a girl. He wants to start going on hormone replacement and puberty blockers. We need to let him do it because he knows what's best. So my million-dollar question that I've continued to ask, and I've asked this now in conversations, just in debates, if a five-year-old knows enough about himself in reality that he can start making choices about going on life-altering, life-altering drugs and operations that are going to change the entire scope of his life forever, but you're telling me that an 18-year-old doesn't have the right to buy a firearm to go hunt or defend himself, where, where's the fallback in the narrative here? Where's this, where's this concept going to? It doesn't make any sense. 18-year-olds are too young to be able to defend themselves or go hunting with their own firearm, but they can get drafted in the U.S. Armed Forces and go fight overseas. But a five-year-old knows what's best for himself, and he's allowed to basically start cutting himself up and having you know sicko doctors do that. It's all about changing the entire fabric of reality. If you go in and you tell people enough the same thing, they will believe it. And this is what they've done now with the green energy. You kept telling people, you have to stop driving. You have to live in a tiny house. You have to have a smart AC system. You have to allow everything to be controlled because we know it's best for you. Remember, remember when Al Gore, he was telling us all in 2000, oh, everything's going to be burning up. The whole world's going to collapse. The whole ocean's going to engulf everything. The global warming's going to melt the entire world. You've got to stop right now. Well, it's funny. He used to jet back and forth all across the globe in his private jet. Emissions be darned. Don't worry about that. Jeff feels no problem. We'll burn that. You know, sometimes thousands of gallons an hour in some of these planes, depending on how big they are. I don't worry about that. We're, we're fine. You can fly as much as you want. It's funny. I was looking at an article the other day, and it was talking about how the even though they're pushing for EV cars and they're pushing for all this stuff, there's no no reduction at all in flying. Private jet flights have actually been up historically up this year, but you know. You can't drive your Honda Civic to work because it's too pollutive, but these guys, they need to be able to fly their Gulfstream 700s all around the globe on a regular basis because they've got to lecture you about why you're such a bad person. It's, it's ironic in such a contradictory way 
And that's why I call it out constantly all the time. The whole thing is a complete and total joke. And now you see Canada is now discussing they're joining with the World Economic Forum. We already know these guys are all in bed together to help develop a global ID system, a digital ID program. They've been trying to work on this in the United States. This is what the entire concept of the COVID track and tracing was about. 100% this is what it was all about. It had nothing at all to do with COVID monitoring. It was about getting people to download stuff on their phone so they could get tracked and monitored everywhere they go and consent to it. And then you start having these things like they have the international flights now where they want you to scan your retina to be able to get in and out of the country. Oh, you got to scan your retina. Why do I scan my retina? I got a passport. Oh, no, that, that's not good enough anymore. Passport's not good enough. You got to do a retinal scan now to be able to go out of the country. Got to do a retinal scan. Why do I have to do a retinal scan? Well, it's for your safety, remember? It's, it's to know with the digital ID system so we know this is you. It's me. Look at the passport. Look at my driver's license. It's me. It's all about bringing people into a system. It's all going back to the Minority Report concept. That movie was so far ahead of its time with Tom Cruise, yet it's so disturbing now. The pre-crime system that you're already starting to see with what the FBI does and what basically DHS does and what all these entities are starting to do and get stuff together, that's why I've told you guys it's best to stay out of the system as long as possible, as much as you can. And don't give in to it. Don't comply with it. Same thing with cash. They're doing everything they can to try to ban cash. They're having a very difficult time, though. Even the U.K., I was reading about it the other day, they said U.K. cash usage is up. Because people in the UK, the Brits, are having such a distrust for the banks because they already saw what happened multiple times in their country. And during World War I and World War II, what happened with the Weimar Republic, with Germany, how absolutely crucified the Germans were with what happened with reparations with um, with the Treaty of Versailles. They completely and totally annihilated the German population. That's what hyperinflation happened. You're talking about billions and billions of marks to try to buy bread. It's funny because I saw a, um, uh episode the other day. Somebody sent it to me, and I was watching on Pawn Stars, that pawn shop that's over in Las Vegas. And It's a, a very interesting show. I've always enjoyed that show because I've always been very big history buff and antiques and stuff like that. And this guy came in with a suitcase, and Rick, the store owner, looks at it, and he goes, wow, you got a lot of, lot of money here. And the guy actually had a whole suitcase full of uh, basically Dutch marks from the Weimar Republic. And some of the stuff he had were like $1 billion marks, $1 billion, $1 billion marks of these crazy stuff, crazy paper. And the guy goes, well, I'd like to get at least $2,000 for this. And Rick started laughing. He was like, dude, I can buy these right now for like $0.10 cents a piece. He's like, I'm not trying to offend you on any of this stuff. He's like, but I can, you know, I can give you like 20 bucks for all of it. He's like, this stuff, I have this already. This they made so much of this. This isn't a difficult thing to acquire. It's cool. It's cool to throw out like at a party or people to see and play with. He's like, but there, there's no real, real price to this stuff at all. And the guy was kind of offended. He was like, oh, I, I wanted to get two thousand dollars for it. He's like, dude, you're not getting two thousand dollars for it. He's like, this stuff just doesn't. There's no value to it. That's exactly what happens, isn't it? You print enough dollars, eventually the value of the dollar goes to zero. And this is what we're seeing right now in the United States with these crazy bills, this this new inflation bill. What they're doing is they're milking the dollar for the last, last drop that they can get out of it. They're getting every drop of milk they can get out of the U.S. dollar. And what they're doing is at the same time, they're making sure all these corporations, all big business, all big pharma, all big monopolies are getting as much cash as they can. 
cash, real cash. And they're going in now and they're turning that cash and buying in real estate and buying in investments and buying up more companies and buying up more companies. This is why I've constantly, constantly encouraged you, please buy stuff from local companies. If buying from online, buy stuff from local company directly. Amazon is a global retail monopoly. They are controlled and funded by the U.S. government and the DOD. There's an entire backside to military contracts with Amazon. That is why they've expanded. They have literally taken over Central Florida down here. It didn't. I didn't even know about it half time. I came up on an Amazon warehouse the other day. I didn't know existed in Lakeland. Didn't know existed out in Polk City. Hadn't been out that way in probably a year. Never even heard about permitting on nothing. I try to stay active. Didn't know about it. I'm trying to buy them like oh, 185 bay Amazon building, 185 bays on one side that I counted. I'm sure there was a whole another mirror on the other side. And I thought to myself, wow, and they put another one over here by us and another one. They're putting them everywhere. They're not doing that because they're planning on selling books and canned foods and a couple groceries on their in their stores. They're planning on taking over everything. So that there's not going to be an online market. That's why I said if you find something on Amazon, try to find the company that's selling it if you really want it. Buy it from it directly. That's why I appreciate the direct support of here of Health Masters of Us. We try to provide the highest quality supplements we can possibly make, and we do. And they they show. The results show. Everybody that constantly is on our products and using our products, they're always extremely pleased with it. That's why I've encouraged people. If you got questions, feel free to give us a call. We're here to help you out the best we can. And do the best you can to support the companies that are supporting our freedoms. They're standing up for our rights. I used this analogy before, and I never was a Starbucks drinker, but I still can't ever get over the concept of how patriots drink Starbucks. When the CEO comes out blatantly and says, if you're a Second Amendment supporter and you're exercising your Second Amendment, we do not want your business. Take your business elsewhere. He's blatantly telling people that. And yet I still see people have them in their churches, and I still see patriots having meetings. I know we're going to have a you know coffee meeting over here. And I'm like, dude, Really? Like you're going with probably one of the most satanic, vile coffee companies in the country, Starbucks, which I mean, all is all steeped in Satanism from the very beginning. You can look at the early photo of the their emblem they have with the mermaid with the three 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 with the hair locks on it and her split legs with the split mermaid on the early one, all since all satanic. That's what they were basing it on. It was all based out of that in Seattle with a bunch of weird occultic stuff on it. But yet you'll still see people buying it by the droves and unbelievably overpriced at that. If you're trying to save money right now, buy stuff that's actually going to benefit you, not 6 and $7 cups of coffee every day. I remember I talked to a buddy about that when I was in college, and he was trying to basically figure out how to save some money. And I told him, I was like, because I've always been pretty good with finances. And I told him, I said, well, dude, you got to start you got to stop spending money on useless stuff. I said, like, you go get your Starbucks every morning. You know, it's 5 $6 every morning. I said, it's almost $200 a month you're spending right there, right there. I mean, that, that's that's your cell phone and your car insurance, you know, back then. And he's like, well, I didn't think about that. I said, dude, it's the little stuff that adds up in most cases, especially the reoccurring little stuff. I said, if you need to, just get your own little coffee maker. I said, $200? You can get your own coffee maker and really good coffee beans and make your own coffee for a significant period of time. But again – a lot of times people don't want to do that. They'd rather just go out and have the convenience factor. Well, sometimes it's better to not have convenience and save money. Same thing with your health. Your health's your most valuable asset. If you know you can take 
nutrients for moderately cheap price, you know, with vitamin C and D3, and it'll keep your body strong, and it'll keep you from having to go to the doctor and taking medications that make you sicker and having to pay deductibles and constantly go back in the medical industrial complex realm and the medical insurance realm, that whole world I can't stand. I try to actively avoid it unless I have to. Why wouldn't you do it? Why wouldn't you do preventive measures like taking care of your liver, taking you know, turmeric and GHI cleanse and reducing inflammation in your liver? All these things are preventative measures that can really help and maintain overall health for very quite cost-effective. That's why we constantly keep the products, you know, different sales running, different specials running. We try to keep everybody going the best we can. Same like the N-acetylcysteine. That's an incredibly good product for lung health, and it's worked effective for people that I've talked to that have responded back from, you know, recovered from COVID. Same thing with food. If you know high fructose corn syrup is going to cause non-alcoholic fatty liver disease directly linked to it, why are you still eating stuff with high fructose corn syrup in it? There's no benefit to it. It's not like when you eat it, you're like, mmm, high fructose corn syrup, that is so yummy. (laughs) Nobody said that ever. There's all kinds of different alternatives you can use. Same thing with pork consumption. It was funny over the weekend. I talked to another guy. I talked to everybody over the weekend. There's a bunch of people there, and he's a big Christian guy, big Bible buff. And we got in this debate on pork consumption, and he came in and talked about Peter's vision and had the debate on that. I said, okay. I said, I fully agree with you. I said we're not under Old Testament law. I said it is not a sin to eat pork. He's like, well, oh, I thought that's what we were arguing. I said, no, I'm not arguing that. It's not a sin to eat pork. You're not going to hell if you eat pork. I said, there are certain things just because they're permissible doesn't make them good. I said, would you would you want to go eat vulture? And he's like, well, no, vulture's you know nasty animal. I said, vulture's an unclean animal. I said, just because a new law came about doesn't mean what God said doesn't have applicable reasoning to it. I said there's a reason why he told Noah take two unclean animals and seven clean animals. They weren't eating the unclean animals. They were scavenger animals. God put certain animals with specific purposes on this globe for specific reasons, i.e. vultures, i.e. pigs. They're there for a reason. They're scavenger animals. And I said, does that mean if you eat them that God's going to, you know, send you to hell? Absolutely not. We're saved by grace, and there's no, there's no new law telling you you can't eat those animals like it did in the Old Testament. I said, but that's besides the point. We're talking about what is beneficial to your body. I said, there's no benefit of going and eating those animals that aren't healthy for you. There's been research study after research study going into detail on different health effects those meats can have on you. And I said, now, I said, I will agree with you. The hogs back in the Old Testament times that were there to use and eat up massive amounts of feces and all kinds of other trash, they were pretty nasty animals. I said, now a lot of these pigs they have, and they're like farm-raised, they have their own beds, and they eat pancakes all day to fatten them up. I said, they're probably not going to be as near as toxic. I said, but it still was never designed for human usage. I said, it's a very cheap animal to basically raise, and there's a reason why they've used it in a lot of poor areas, but it doesn't make it healthy. And he finally understood the concept of what I was getting across there. I said, just because it's okay and permissible doesn't mean it's beneficial. Is it beneficial for me to go out right now? Is it permissible for me to go out and run five miles in the Florida sun? Sure, I can go do it. I could probably still do it. I haven't done it in a long time. I could go run out and go do a three-minute go run a three-mile run, a five-mile run. Is it going to be beneficial to me? No, absolutely not. I'm probably going to get massively dehydrated and have a heat stroke because it's 102 degrees outside right now. Not really a good idea. 
just because you can do something doesn't mean you should do something. And that's the concept I try to convey to people about food. Can you go eat this food? Can you go eat this trash? Absolutely. Are there going to be benefits to it? No. Are there going to be side effects to it? Probably yes. The same thing comes to not taking proper supplementation and nutrients in your body. You can go along with it just fine. Does that mean it's going to have benefits and it's going to be healthy for you? No, it's not. It's probably going to have side effects. So just take that concept for what it is and apply it as you need it. But as far as the debate, as far as is it a Cindy pork, absolutely not. There's no question about it whatsoever. But there's a reason why there were certain laws back then. It wasn't like God just arbitrarily came in and said, you know what? I know they love their bacon bits. So I'm going to tell them they can't eat pork just to be mean. I'm going to do that just to make them mad. No, it wasn't the case at all. He knew it wasn't a healthy animal to eat. It had not. It was not a benefit for human consumption. Understand that when you're looking at a lot of this food and look at it from a health standpoint and why you're actually eating it. So thank you again, my friends, for the continued ongoing support of Health Masters. Thank you for getting the truth out there. Thank you for continuing to stand up and tell people about what's really happening, even though if it's not fun, if it's not you know the current thing, <laughs> the support, it doesn't matter. If it's truth, if it's the conviction you have, be firm on it. Stand strong on it. Don't give in to what people are doing just because they're telling you this is what the new current thing is you have to support. You know, you hear that concept all the time now where you have to be inclusive. No, you don't have to be inclusive. You don't have to go in and support something because somebody told you you have to support it. I don't have to go in and tell people I agree with that if I don't agree with it. This is still America last time I checked. Continue to stand up, my friends. If y'all need anything, healthmasters.com. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. Continue to stay healthy as always, and I'll talk to you again on this show tomorrow as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.